you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Naomi and Ruth. We're in the book of Ruth. During the time of the judges, a man decided to leave his home in Bethlehem. He took his wife, Naomi, and their two sons and went to the country of Moab. Things did not go well there. They lived in Moab for ten years. During that time, the man died. The two sons married Moabite women, and then the sons died. Naomi was left alone with her two daughters-in-law. She decided to go back to Bethlehem, so the three women prepared for the trip and left. Along the way, Naomi turned to her daughters-in-law and said, Go back to your homes. May the Lord bless you as you have been blessing to me. I pray the Lord will give each of you a good husband and many children. She then kissed them goodbye. All three women cried, and both daughters-in-law insisted they wanted to stay with Naomi. She said, No, you need to go home. I have no more sons to give you. Even if I get pregnant tonight, would you wait for my baby to grow up so you could marry him? No, it's better that you go home. Life with me is going to be bitter. With that, one daughter-in-law kissed Naomi and went home. The second daughter-in-law was Ruth. She said, I won't leave you. Don't make me go back. I'm going with you. Wherever you live, that's where I'll live. Your people will be my people. Your God is now my God. The place where you die is where I'll die and be buried. Only death will separate you and me. Naomi saw she couldn't argue with Ruth, so they both went back to Bethlehem. When they got there, the whole town was excited that Naomi had come back home. She said to them, Don't call me Naomi anymore. That means pleasant and life is no longer pleasant. Call me Mara, which means bitter. The Lord has made my life bitter. So Naomi and Ruth established their home in Bethlehem. Life was hard because the two women were poor. Fortunately, it was harvest time. Poor people were allowed to go into the fields and pick up the grain that was dropped during harvest. So Ruth went to the fields to gather food for the two of them. She went to a field owned by a man named Boaz. Later in the morning, Boaz came to his field. He saw Ruth and said to the foreman, Who is that young woman? Oh, she is a Moabite who came here with Naomi. She's a hard worker. Boaz went to Ruth and said, Don't go to any other field. Stay here and work alongside my servant girls. Watch them and go wherever they go. The men won't hurt you. I've already told them to stay away from you. In fact, go drink from their water when you're thirsty. Ruth bowed her head and thanked Boaz. She said, Why are you so kind to a foreigner? He said, We've all heard how well you've treated Naomi. You left your parents and country to come here and care for her. May the Lord richly bless you. He then went back and told his men to leave extra grain in her path. Also, they were to provide her food when they stopped to eat. That evening, Ruth went back home with all she had gathered. She even had leftovers from her meal. Naomi was amazed when she saw all of this. Ruth told her about the kindness of Boaz, the owner of the field. 
Naomi responded when she heard the name Boaz. She said, The Lord bless him. Oh, Ruth, he's a close relative of our family. Stay in his field, just as he has said. You'll be safe there. So Ruth continued to work with the servant girls of Boaz. She gathered grain throughout the barley harvest and the wheat harvest. When Ruth meets Boaz and she's thanking him for being so kind to her, Boaz says in uh, Ruth chapter 2, verse 12, The Lord repay your work, and a full reward be given you by the Lord God of Israel. Under those wings you have come for refuge. Well, the New Testament has lots to say about self-denial, but not about self-denial as an end in itself. We are told to deny ourselves and to take up our cross in order that we may follow Christ. And nearly every description of what we shall ultimately find if we do so contains an appeal to desire. Uh, C.S. Lewis said, If there lurks in most modern minds the notion that to desire our own good and earnestly to hope for the enjoyment of it is a bad thing, I submit that this notion has crept in from Kant and the Stoics and is no part of the Christian faith. Indeed, if we consider the unblushing promises of reward and the staggering nature of the rewards promised in the Gospels, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, fooling around about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he can't imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. I love that. We are enticed by the pleasures of this world, and we fall prey to them. We, we, they become our idols. I mean, sure, there, there's another scripture that says we are given our pleasures in our time, but unfortunately, that's all we get. Uh, we get to enjoy these pleasures of this life, but unless we follow Christ, unless Christ becomes our Lord and Savior, we don't get the ultimate joy, the ultimate pleasure, which is offered in eternity in heaven. That's a great quote. So keep that in mind. Inspire yourself with that. And then as you talk to, as you're witnessing, as you're talking to folks about the gospel, try to impress that upon them, that there are little pleasures of, of the drink or the drugs or the relationships. Sure, they don't have to all be bad. I'm feeling good is feeling good. It's when it gets to an excess that it's a problem, but even not in excess, if that's all you're focusing on, if you're just focusing on being happy, being safe, being content in this life, and you're not pursuing eternity, you're not pursuing your relationship with Christ, that's all you're going to get. You're just going to get that nice, happy, little, safe life. Remember, we are eternal creatures. We are created in God's image as eternal creatures. We are going to live eternally somewhere. And there's two options. So it's so important to, to share the gospel with our loved ones and our friends. I guess I'll leave it at that. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath, 
and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now, so ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.